This is Biz Radio host Joanna Patrice Haggerty. I am the founder of JPH Creative Biz and soon to launch Art Hero, a workforce development organization. My mission is to support and galvanize artists and creative entrepreneurs because art heals and connects. I believe that by activating creativity, we synthesize change. Come connect with me on Instagram at JPH Creative Biz. This is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where I invite the most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, creative business owners, and community influencers to share their experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Lisa Linder. Lisa is a transformational coach who helps people who are ready to make a change in their lives. She's an intuitive empath, a law of attraction expert, and channels divine energy to give appropriate guidance and direction. Lisa teaches practical tools and techniques of universal laws to help clients manifest what they want so they can live their best lives. I brought Lisa on to talk about her work as a transformational coach and online educator. But first, Lisa, thanks for being back on the show. (laughs) Thanks for having me. It's so nice to be here with you. Yeah, I know. You and I get to see each other digitally um, often because we've just been really putting a lot of energy and time into sort of the back end side of your business. So it's fun to get to the marketing aspects and kind of telling the world some of what you've been doing, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, I don't know if when I first started the show that I kind of went this way. So I'd like to just touch on this before we kind of talk mostly about what you've been up to this last year. But I would like to wind the clock back and talk about Lisa as a kid and Lisa early days. How is what you're doing now grounded into that work? How did you even realize you're an empath and wanting to kind of take the path that you did? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, no big question or anything, right? <laughs> Don't start Great with the doozies question. out here. <laughs> yeah, you know, most of it comes through contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have these experiences that form and shape who you are and you learn from that. And then you just really want to help people and teach people what you know and what you've experienced. And when you get to the other side of it, you can really help people get to the other side of it as well. And so I wasn't, you know, I had a twin sister. I have a twin sister. I had <laughs> yes, one. you do. I have, yeah, I have a twin sister. Just saw her. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, she was always the more outgoing one and the one um, who was really the big communicator. And so I really didn't even speak as a child mm-hmm. a whole lot mm-hmm. and didn't really know who I was when you're a twin. You don't really have your own identity. And so there's a lot of challenges in that and finding your own voice and your own identity and learning how to communicate and helping, you know, like finding who you are and what your purpose is and how to, you know, get get through all the challenges that we really face on this planet. Well, and honestly, I can't even imagine, Lisa, 
what it must be like to have an external reflection of kind of your internal world, right? Like twins have, especially identical twins. Y'all, well, I don't know. Are you identical or fraternal? We're actually fraternal, but okay, but you look really similar. Yeah, and and actually, we look so much more similar as kids. We really did look identical. People couldn't tell us apart. So it is interesting. It's interesting actually when we see pictures of one another. We sometimes don't even know who's who. Wow, which again is is what you talk so much about in your career and when you do one-on-one coaching and your workshops, you get down to the core of people. So I really heard what you were saying. And you know, it sounds kind of like one of my favorite laws that we talk about the law of polarity, where you have all of these variances that are sort of showing up to you. You're quiet, your sister's more engaged and, and able to communicate in these ways. And I just find that so fascinating. So let's wind the clock forward a little bit. How did you start to really ascertain who Lisa Linder was? Well, you know, um, sorry, no big question today, really. (laughs) Tell me your whole life story in 22 minutes. Go. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I really, I remember going away to college and we really, um, went to different colleges. And for the first time, I really thought to myself, oh, you're going to have to speak to people (laughs) and you're going to have to, you know, be your own person. And so it really did start in college for me when we sort of separated. And Mm. it's been this, you know, this long process since then of, I'm also a very internal person, you know, and so I do a lot of self-reflective, um, self-reflection, really, and, you know, figuring out who I was and what I'm doing here. And again, you know, it's all through experiences and your life experiences and and how you choose to uh, move through them. It's all about choices. Yeah, and I think reality. you and I relate to, I think, this concept of this spiritual journey for you and I both really started uh, much more personal, right? Like I was like, hmm, I have family trauma. Hmm, I have anxiety. <laughs> Let me work through these. And my profession was something different. And you did interior design for years and years. And so you were really deeply exploring all of these modalities and and your personal life. And we're certainly using, I'm sure, some of that in interior design. There's feng shui, there's all of that. But when did it start to realize that this maybe was supposed to be the career? This is supposed to be the path for you? Yeah, it it actually... It was. It's funny. It's actually when I moved to Asheville seven, almost seven years ago, I thought, okay, I know I'm not supposed to be doing interior design or I'm supposed to be doing it in a different way, really. And I didn't know what that looked like. And so it was this whole unraveling process for me, <laughs> what I was doing. And then uh, I actually read this book called The Sophia Code which was all about divine feminine energy and shifting and changing your DNA. And really was after I read that book that I started channeling this whole new thing for me. I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is how I'm supposed to be helping people. And all work is purposeful because, again, like you said, I carried all of that into my interior design. But it really was a very big shift for me after I read that book. Yeah. Well, and if we really break down like the term interior design, I could actually see it completely applying to spiritual work and transformational coaching, which you do, right? We're sort of rearranging the insides. We're cleaning out the cobwebs. We're (laughs) 
yeah, you know, so, upgrading the tables and the chairs. And <laughs> right. And interestingly enough, it's really another law of the universe, which we talk about all the time. But your internal reflects your external. It's the same thing. It's the law of correspondence as mm-hmm. above, so below. And so it's all the same thing. All is just one. One is just a reflection of the other. Mm, I love that. Well, let's let's kind of talk about, you know, the concept of channeling really quick before we get more into what you decided to do, because I think people really feel super far removed from that concept and idea. And, you know, your bio talks about being an empath. You're using the word channeling. Can we just break down a little bit of what that concept means for people from your perspective? Yeah, sure. So channeling to me is really being so connected to who you are, your soul, your higher self, your inner being, which is the part of you that's connected to everything, all that is. And it's just a matter of being quiet so that you can hear and listen. And and it's all a perception of what it is that you're hearing or seeing or feeling. Everybody perceives in a different way. But for me, it's about connecting and getting really quiet so I can hear what information wants to come through from source or God or all mm-hmm. that is, whatever it is that you want to call it. And there's, you know, a lot of times people talk about the term clairvoyance, and that's just one of the clair senses I've recently learned too. And so, again, channeling can be, I'm actually hearing words in my head, or channeling is, I'm feeling this sensation and intuition, or I'm tasting these things, right? There's so many other ways that we can tap into that. And I think people, uh, again, it sort of is... Um, hyperbolized in a way, right? That that you get a crystal ball and you see this one thing and like visual representations is only one way of really tapping into your authentic self, right? Yes. And everybody gets information in a different way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I happen to be able to have all of those things. I get information in all ways. I see, I hear, I feel, and I know. Which is actually something I imagine too. You and I relate to this too. We were both empaths really early in life, weren't quite sure what to do, carried a lot of quietness around it, right? I was always told um, in public, I was shy. And my mom was like, she's not shy. I'm not giving her that label. And a lot of it, I think now I relate to the fact it was so much information processing that I couldn't have a face-to-face conversation with someone because I was reading their aura and their energy and, you know, feeling all of this other emotional processing stuff around me too. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And also, you know, highly sensitive. It's not just an empath, but highly sensitive, receiving on all levels. And I imagine that in a lot of the work that you do, right, you work with those types of people who have had this deep level of connection and don't really know where it fits, have felt very sensitive, have anxieties, have, you know, big life transformations. Yeah. Yeah. And also people who are empaths or sensitive or, and don't really know what it is. Mm -hmm. They haven't really named it yet. And so I'm able to kind of help them name it and walk them through the process of, oh, this is why you're experiencing this. And most people don't. And here's the tools that I can use to mitigate, to manage, to quiet myself, to regulate my body when I need or whatever it is, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's dive in a little bit. What are some of the ways that you work as a transformational coach with your clients? Well, it's it's a really organic process because everybody's different. Everybody right. has different issues. Everybody's in a different place in their life, has a different level of education around um, how, where, where they are and right. how they're moving through life. So it just depends. Um, 
it's all different and it's sort of like therapy although it's we we sort of it's a deep dive into who you are and and where you want to go and what's keeping you stuck and it's it's different than therapy in the way that i have tools i have educational um, videos and classes and mm-hmm. all these things to help you get from one place to another. And that's really the difference between therapy and coaching. It's really yeah. moving you from one place to another, giving you the tools to help you get unstuck to it's, you know, it's a practice for people. To get right. To- and, and in this methodology of how do I support myself, Lisa Linder and growing? And then how do I support the individuals I'm working with? You've created a variety of frameworks. You've got what now we have two several week long online courses, right? What are those? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how to live your best life. And what's that one walk you through? That's, um, oh, a whole, <laughs> a whole bunch of things. That's really, so, you know, really how to live your best life. It's, it's self-care. It's how to, it's using universal laws. So it's teaching you about the universal laws, how to apply them to manifest, um, all kinds of things to really help you get to where you want to go and, and, and live better, um, have a better quality of life. And then there's how to attract your soulmate. And so that's, I wonder what that one's about. (laughs) (laughs) We all know what that one's about. How to attract your soulmate. Yep. And that's a two week class. And then there's one, there's a a little mini class called, um, how the universe works which is about the 12 universal laws and how to apply them. And so let's like pause real quickly and break yeah. down. Why have you found in your transformational coaching, why do you use the universal laws? What is it about them that gives you the framework to support the growth of these clients? Well, I think when I had my spiritual awakening, I was like, how does this planet work? (laughs) Yeah. How do I awake in a world? I don't know what I'm dealing with. Yeah. I think that's fair. How does this work? Like, how do I get what I want? Why don't I have what I want? Why am I so stuck? And Mm -hmm. how do I get from point A to point B? And I had these really amazing synchronistic experiences and started, um, you know, of course, like the law of attraction, right? That, that the secret came out and I saw that movie and I thought, Oh, okay. Here's some information, tangible information that I can apply. And then started studying, you know, Abraham Hicks is a big mentor of mine. I've been getting into that. (laughs) Studying for 20 years. Wow. And it's just, they, they say law of attraction, but it's really all of the universal laws. And so it was just this organic process for me to really learn them and apply them. And so it's helped me so much in my life that I really wanted to share because I think most people don't know right. how the universe works and what the laws are and how to use them to get what it is that you want. To and it's like if you're walking into a gym and have no idea how to use the equipment, Equipment, the likelihood you'll injure yourself, the likelihood you'll not perform best or not get the optimum workout is so valuable. And so I just love that what you're trying to bring is the framework behind these big conversations of manifestation and law of attraction 
And, you know, this is, I think, in part why you and I relate really well, because I look at things in that way, but I've done that specifically for business, right? So you and I get really deep and we kind of set the framework of here's what a proposal looks like and what are the framework pieces, but then how do we add this spirit and this soul and our heart and our authenticity, which really boils down to those core values, right? Every time you and I are like, ooh, are we aligned? We like try to go back to the core values you've deeply identified for your business, which I has was a channeling process, I imagine, right? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a channeling process. Every bit of my work is really connecting to who I am and what information wants to come through me to share with and be in service to. And then to, like we said, to fit that into whatever business and marketing frameworks. And so before the pandemic hit, you were moving in this direction of creating workshops and programs. But once pandemic hit, you basically assumed you'd have to kind of be an online educator at this moment, right? (laughs) Well, interestingly enough, it actually wasn't until the pandemic. I got real quiet and I was like, oh, okay, what am I supposed to do now? Ah. It was the pandemic that when I created my first class. Oh, I love that. And, And it actually, in a lot of ways, I think has served you and has grown from there, right? The first one was how to live your best life. And I mean, you and I sat there for weeks sometimes being like, how, how do we get to the finish line of this thing, right? Like we were yeah. both working really hard to finish this in your methodology and your ways. And since then, again, you've now four or five other online programs and one-on-one things. You have this amazing program you're going to launch in the new year. And we have this thing that's coming up uh, December 1st. Let's talk about the how to find your purpose in person zoom live workshop so no not in person but zoom live workshop that you can either attend in person on zoom or you can watch later so tell me what that is about yeah so that's really a two-hour like you said zoom online workshop where we talk about what purpose is and how to find it. I was really just saying, you know, most of my life I felt lost and mm-hmm. wasn't connected to my purpose and didn't know what I was doing here. And then I thought, you know, it's the question that I get most from clients. What am I doing here? What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a workshop that takes you through all those questions and there's exercises and practical tools to help you find and connect to your purpose. And, you know, and thinking about how to serve your clients, you really try to think about what is the way, right? Do they want to come and show up with me one-on-one? Do they want to show up in small groups? And for this one, you really thought this kind of feels like the end of the year. It's that time to vision. It's just a really common time of year for people to try and start saying, what are my goals for next year? So before getting to goal setting and this whole new year process, being able to get quiet and really identify your authentic true self is really the first step, right? (laughs) It's the first step. It is the first step. Yes, it is. I love that. Well, are there any tips for any of the listeners right now who, you know, maybe are feeling a little bit of the hustle and bustle? We just came off Thanksgiving and, you know, or we're about to walk into Thanksgiving. And so everything is just a little hectic sometimes. And, you know, you just sent out a newsletter to your clientele talking about how you love spending time with your family, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's not the same for everybody, right? (laughs) Like we get that. So do you have any tips for people to kind of stay calm and stay happy to feel less stuck in this time of year? Yeah. Uh, So 
I think the most important thing is that you really set good boundaries mm. and you take really good care of yourself. And if you need some time away that you do that or some quiet time, I mean, it could even be just going to the bathroom and saying, okay, I need like a minute to myself and <laughs> ground and center yourself so that you can be really present with yourself because that's the most important thing when you have family that, you know, that it can be challenging. Um, and you like know, you said, the boundary part, I think is valuable. A lot of families weren't necessarily discussing what a boundary is. And so learning how to do that for yourself as an adult or, you know, with your family as you age is so valuable. So valuable. And the other thing is, I always say this one, but it's, it's the most important. And the one that I use the most is really step outside for a minute. Nature mm. is completely in alignment and what you're focusing on and what you witness is what you create more of. And so if you can just step outside, take a deep breath, witness what's happening in nature, even if it's just watching the trees sway back mm. and forth, it's really, it can pull you right back into alignment and ground you and center you. That is, you know, such a beautiful tip. And you also have created some simple little freebies that people can go find on your website. Will you mention what those are and then tell people how they can go and find those or how they can work with you otherwise? Yes. So people can, so, so the first one is, uh, I have a gratitude and appreciation. Their tips. There are nine tips. Um, that's a freebie. And then also getting unstuck. I believe there's 10 tips for that. So those can be found on my website at Lisa Linder transformations.com. Don't forget and, that S. <laughs> yes. There's an S in there. Transformations.com. And people can contact me there. There's all, there's information about coaching with me and my classes and I can be reached on my website. Lisa, I am so proud and honored to be a colleague of yours, to be a support of yours. And I just am very thankful to have you back here a year or so later to tell more about Lisa Linder Transformations and how you got where you are. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Of course. We'll reconvene in about 12 months, okay? (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) All right. And as always, this is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please connect by visiting Biz Radio Asheville or on Instagram at JPH Creative Biz. I would love to hear your show suggestions or any questions you may have. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.